come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 167 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. We have a show for you today. That we do. Pretty crazy. Even some Disneyland news. Which is always a plus. Yeah, so uh, before we get into that, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. Get Away Today is a fantastic travel agency to work with. I book through nobody else but Get Away Today for all my Disney travel, and you guys should do the same. As of right now, they are not currently selling any more Disneyland tickets for the year of 2020 because they want to make sure that everybody who already has tickets is going to be able to get a reservation for the rest of the year 2020 with the Disney Parks reopening plan um, just recently as of this week approved for opening July Woo. 17th. Um, you are It is going to be a reservation system for the first little while, possibly through the rest of 2020. So until further notice, they are not selling Disneyland tickets. But hopefully that will resume here shortly. However, make sure when you are booking a trip with Getaway Today that you let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. It's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden. Visit them online at www.getawaytoday.com. Or you can give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. That $10 could get you some candy at Candy Palace. Maybe some, some English freshly toffee. made toffee. Or, yes. It's or, like one of my favorite uh, treats. The, those delicious caramel apples. Those are good too. Maybe uh, If they do the harvest brittle again, I highly that recommend so good. that after trying that. <laughs> that was so amazing. I would have never thought dried cranberries. But wasn't that so amazing? That was one of the best parts. Holy cow. So A little bit of like sour from the cranberry oh, yeah. with the sweet of the brittle is just delectable. I don't know if you knew that this existed, but Bryce Randall, who we've interviewed on the show before... Had said something about churro toffee. I heard that. I've never had it. On the first episode, no (laughs) longer first episode, of the Castle Collective. Yep. So I did not know about that until he said that. And now that little tidbit is gone in the the abyss. Giant abyss (laughs) that is the internet of nothingness yeah but brian's episode came out today with the castle collective podcast it didn't come out today but did i say today yeah came out this week yeah it was on sunday (laughs) evening i think it was yeah so what's it about uh we actually discussed all things soren um the way that sean is running his podcast sean rapier that is our word on the main street man on the main street um, is to take current rides and kind of just give an overview of 
the line, the attraction itself, all the things we enjoy about it. Um, but when Disneyland closed for the COVID, Soarin' Over California was once again gracing mm-hmm. the park. So he wanted to talk about both. So we actually got to talk about both California and around the world. Nice. Uh, so I definitely suggest that you guys check out the word on the main street, man on the main streets, Sean Rapier in his new podcast, the castle collective. Oh yeah. Two episodes in now. And I love it, but maybe that's cause I was part of <laughs> half of the episodes. I don't know. Might be biased. Yeah, that's true. But the episode with Rob Frey, episode one, uh, the jungle cruise was, was pretty fantastic. good. Uh, Hopefully uh, you'll see me on there soon. I'm not sure what his next yeah, plan is. Yeah, I don't know what the att- next attraction is yeah. going to be. This It isn't our show. We're nope. privileged <laughs> enough to have been invited to participate. Yeah. Um, hopefully we get to continue to do so in the yeah. future. I'm so. sure Sean will probably be oh. consulted when <laughs> Haunted Mansion time comes around. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, yeah, so when you go subscribe to our podcast... Go ahead and subscribe to the Castle Collective as well. Absolutely. We need to have him on to talk about to it. To talk about it. Yes. Yeah, I should probably reach out. We probably should. We'll it would be that. good to see him again. <laughs> Even though That's I true. saw him over That's video. True. It would be nice to have him in person. In person once again. But I'll mask up, Sean. It's yep. okay. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> All right. Uh so this week. At the Disneyland Resort, obviously it's not open yet, but it's coming soon. Oh, thank goodness. July 17th, 2020, the 65th anniversary of the Disneyland Park, Disneyland Resort. Yes. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that, and we'll continue to update you with things. Anything we know, you'll know. Yes. Probably a week late, though, because they usually let us know <laughs> right after we release our episode. That is true. Um, ba, ba, ba. So let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody. It is once again trivia time. Woohoo! Indeed. Yeah. Let's get to it. So last week's question was, of course, when Walt Disney came up with his idea of a park where parents and children could have fun together, where was he? I had a lot of good trivia responses this week. Everybody was correct. Good job, everybody. You guys all did great. And the answer, of course, for those of you that didn't send me an answer that may not have known, is Griffith Park. Uh, he always recounts the story that he was sitting on a park bench oh, eating yeah. peanuts and he thought there had to be a place that <laughs> adults and children could have fun together. Oh, yeah. And Disneyland was born. Boom. So thank you, Griffith Park, for inspiring <laughs> Walt Disney. Um, and then moving on to this week's question. That question is going to be, can you name all of the people that have voiced Mickey Mouse. That's a lot of people. A lot of Mickeys. Yeah. And this actually technically isn't 
everything that's been Mickey voiced. Yeah. There's a couple like one time they don't count. They did like a radio show <laughs> voice of Mickey. Uh-huh. Um but I didn't throw them in there. So um yeah, there I I will give you a hint. There are Eight? Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, eight people on my nice. list. If you can even name like five of them or six of them, I will be impressed. impressed. <laughs> there was Googling. actually one on this list I did not even know until I made sure that my list was correct. Because uh. I had a lot of these, but there was one that I didn't know. <laughs> And it caught me off guard, actually. So thinking I know which we'll one. We'll see but... if you guys can guess which one that <laughs> is, or maybe you knew and I didn't. So, uh, but anyway, if you think you know or you know you know the answer, please send that to me. That's Brian B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail dot com. Awesome. And while you're emailing Brian, if you want to email him for stuff other than trivia feel free to do so absolutely you can also email me my name uh, not my name my email <laughs> is sean your, your name's in there yes it's true my email is sean which is my name s-e-a-n dot the initials of the podcast w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com or if you want to uh shoot us uh, uh what's it called a voicemail you can do so by calling in to 801-923-2455. Just let us know if you don't want the message played. Otherwise, it may end up on the show. And then we are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search Word on the Main Street podcast and we should pop up. Um, if you want to support the show, we'd love for you to do so. The ways you can do that, um, the best way to do it, is by listening every week and sharing the podcast and uh, subscribing and leaving a review, which you can do on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And then if you want to support us financially, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash word on the main street and donating your hard-earned cash with a weekly, not weekly, (laughs) monthly donation weekly is okay weekly is cool uh but i don't know that patreon will allow you to no. do so you can lump it all okay. together for payments in one there you go month uh but every month it will charge you for the donation so if you just want to do one time just do it one time and then cancel um but if you want to keep giving us your hard-earned cash feel free to do so but again it's not required we know times are crazy right now. Times might be tough. But if you have a spare dollar or something, feel free to, to shoot it our way. Like when you put a jacket on that you haven't worn in a long time and yeah. you find that random dollar. Yes. You should think when you find that, oh my gosh, I could send this, this to, to Word on the Main <laughs> Street. Exactly. Because that's what I think when I find money in my pockets. Let me give this to somebody else. <laughs> exactly. I in exchange that. for goods and services. <laughs> All right, uh, so I think that's it. So now we can go into the turkey leg yes. of the episode um, right now. So first item of business, 
is uh, they've done, they've gotten the reservation system for Walt Disney World up and running. And my guess is Disneyland will be about the same. Typically, that's the way it would run, right. I would think. Um, if not very close, yeah, would be my guess. Um, so, basically, if you have existing tickets and reservations for a trip, you can book your reserved dates um, for now. Uh, they are expecting later on in the summer to open up ticket sales for Walt Disney World uh, to fill spots that aren't being reserved by people who already have passes. Which will probably be likely the same for Disneyland. Yes, And I'm sure that's, that's when we'll probably start seeing Getaway Today be able to sell tickets again. Oh, yeah. Um, unless Disney just wants to control it themselves. Which could be uh, until things get back to normal. And I believe... I don't know if it's on this article, but I thought I heard they were uh, doing 25% capacity. That's awesome. Which is pretty dope if you can get in. I wish I could go during that time. (laughs) A quarter of the capacity. That's awesome. Um, How amazing. So, uh, if you've got tickets for Walt Disney World, that's great. Get your reservations now. I believe it's available now. Yeah. Um, I did see that our friends at uh, Provost Park Pass were able to secure a reservation oh, for Walt Disney World's nice. opening. So Very good. It'll be good to see. So uh, make sure you follow Provost Park Pass over on YouTube yeah. and on their social media so you can follow along with the opening of Walt Disney World. Nice. Are they going opening day? I think that's what they said. Uh-huh. I could be wrong, though. Nice. All right, and then if you want to plan a trip for next year, starting June 28th, all guests will be able to purchase Disney Resort hotel packages and theme park tickets for 2021. So if you want to book a trip for next year, it's going to happen. So um, I will also keep you updated on Getaway Today's yes. services Yes, as soon as they're up and running. Um, and then uh, you can only go to one park per day just me not just you but you you. pointed at me so i wasn't sure you the listener the person i'm talking to right now you and you if you happen to to go i'm not um not for a little while one park per day which is what i'm guessing disneyland's doing as well uh just to cut down on I think they want to make sure they have the capacity. For sure. So if you're going from park to park, you know, they can't really do that that well, I would think. So um, no hopping, it sounds like. And with Walt Disney World's, if you have a hopper, they have options for um, downgrading to the one day or rescheduling or whatever. So... They have options for you. Uh, sounds like you're going to be able to get some of your money back yeah. because you can't use your hop. Not being able to hop is not the end of the world. It's not. It gives you time to really focus on one park at a time. Yeah. Uh, as much as I love hopping, because yes, you do. You know, I could be at Haunted Mansion, and then I'm like, I want to go on a credit coaster. And credit coaster sounds really nice right now. And I have Max Pass, so I can make my fast pass. And the line's right super short. Which, or Max Pass yeah. is available. But 
it's kind of cool. I mean, you can enjoy one park a day. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Typically, when our family goes, that's what we're doing yeah. anyway. So I don't know why we even pay for the <laughs> hopper, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Who I, knows? Now, would you start, say you had four days. Mm-hmm. Would you start California or start Disneyland? We always start Disney. Would it, you, do, it doesn't matter. Do you always try to end Disney? Typically. Okay. So it's, if you had a four-day pass. It is very rare that we don't finish in Disneyland. Yeah. So if you had four one-day passes, uh-huh. would you do Disney? Cali, Cali, Disney? It would either be that or it would be <laughs> Disney, California, Disney, Disney. Uh, one day in California. I don't know if I could it, do that. It all depends on what we were able to accomplish the day before and if we still felt like we had something to do. I'd probably just do five-day pass, Disney, Cali, Disney, Cali, yeah. Disney. And Boom. see, the the hard thing that we have right now and that you probably will have too is we've got our younger kids right now. Oh, yeah. And there's not as much to do yes. in California Adventure with them as there is in Disneyland. So that is why That's true. we would probably do Disney, California, Disney, Disney. Yeah. Just because there's so much more that we can do as a family over in the other park. Oh, yeah. Um, once our kids are grown and can do a little more, it probably would be the Disney, yeah. Cali, Cali, Disney. Yeah. Beck can basically, he's tall enough to ride almost everything. Yeah. So I don't think it'd be that All bad. All enough and willingness are two totally yeah, different things. Yeah, I know, but I've already told him he's going on everything next time we go. Me and Meg have actually talked about <laughs> that too with Cole. Like, you're tall enough. You got to do it. You got to try I know that it. you're nervous, but you got to try it. Yeah. All right. So that's probably what to expect for Disneyland. Um, I've also heard rumor. I don't know if it's true for Walt Disney World, but if you're an annual pass holder and you make a bunch of reservations just to make the reservations, just in case you want to go. If you don't show up to two reservations, you are banned for like 30 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Coming down on the uh, APs. Yeah, so... Make sure you're going to use it. Yeah, you're only supposed to reserve for days you know you're going to be there, which is why they're doing the two. I think it's two consecutive. Um, It might be two within a certain time period. Because they understand you might get sick and have to cancel. Yeah. But they want to do that so that they can make sure people can buy tickets, I'm yeah. sure, uh, that want to go to the park. Makes sense. I like that they're doing that. Otherwise, APs can just go on and reserve all the days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're just gone. That, yeah. That's not super fair. But I so. mean, if the APs are going to go all these days, that's fine. then they yeah. can make that reservation. Yep. So... But, I like it that they're going to make sure that people are going to be able to use yeah. them. That's what I've been hearing. Not sure if it's 100%, but that would make the most sense. And I think it's more than fair. Um, so just something to look forward to. Something to to uh, think about uh, for the Disneyland reopening. All right. Talking about reopening. Disneyland Paris is slated to open before Disneyland. Nice. Um, not much longer, not much much before, but yes. So July 15th, uh, Disney land Paris or Disney Paris will be doing a phased reopening July 15th. Um, it sounds like 
they are going to open. I just read this. So they will be opening on July 15th, um, Disneyland Park, Walt Disney Studios Park, Disney's Newport Bay Club Hotel, and Disney Village. So it sounds like all the good stuff will be open. Maybe not all the hotels, but uh, the parks should be should be operating at uh, limited capacity. Perfect for Disney Paris. So, if anybody's heading there, or if you live in Paris, congrats. <laughs> so I don't know how to say, say congrats in French, so I'm not gonna try it. Uh, yeah, I don't either. No bonjour. Ha ha ha! Congrats. Yes. There you go. Something like that. Uh, we got some details on downtown Disney opening on July 9th. Um, let me try and open this link, uh, for the details. So, uh, basically they have this no before you go thing. Uh, Disney, downtown Disney will be open from 10 AM to 8 PM daily. So it's not going to be open as late. Uh, as it has or been as in the early. past or as early. Uh, so you'll have plenty of time to do your walking around the downtown Disney unless they border, unless they shut it off. But I know people like to do their morning walks there. Um, so you have till 10 o'clock uh, before everybody arrives. So basically they're going to have limited parking. Uh, they're going to ask you to park at the Simba lot. Um, and there will be limited parking, of course. And that is located on the corner of Harbor Boulevard and Catella Avenue. No, Disneyland Drive and Catella. Um, ba -ba -ba, temperature screenings prior to entry for Downtown Disney. If you are 104 or above, you and your group will be turned away. So don't bring anybody with you Yes. that you know has a fever. Yeah. You them. yourself <laughs> will not be able to go because uh, you've been in contact. Exactly. Uh, enhanced cleaning procedures. So they're going to make sure to clean everything better and more diligently. I think they did a good job before. I was going to say, Disney's already been very good at this. But they're going to try and do more so. Also, there will be more hand sanitization stations. That was weird to say. And hand washing stations. Um, you're going to be required to have a face mask. And they will not provide one for you. So make sure you bring your own or that uh, you've reserved yours on shopdisney.com. What I would like to know is, do you have to do that for entry or the whole time you're there? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I assume while you're there, but not sure. So, boom. Physical distancing and capacity measures. So there will be ground markings and physical barriers to help promote physical distancing. Um, so just be aware of that. And then, um, of course, the operating hours, like I said, 10 to 8. Um, and they're going to request that you make cashless payments if possible. I'm sure they'll accommodate if you cannot. But just, uh, just try to use that Apple Pay or Venmo or whatever. Just bring a card. Make sure you got that money in the bank. So that is all the details for Downtown Disney. 
July 9th, um, I was reading, I should mention this, there's a petition, <laughs> another petition. Oh, woo, boy. Um, to delay the opening of Disneyland because people think it's too soon. Uh, I'm just going to say, personally, I think if you don't want to go, don't go. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to work, don't go to work. <laughs> um, just, I don't know if Disney is as accommodating as other businesses, but it sounds like at this time, at least with the place I work, and I'm not sure about the place you work, but um, if you don't feel comfortable, just say, don't feel comfortable coming back to work yet. I don't know what will happen from there, but <laughs> I go from house to house every day. So basically yeah. it's whether or not I feel comfortable <laughs> going in somebody's home if they request that I come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you don't want to attend the park, just don't. That's all I'm going to say on that. So don't ruin everyone else's fun. Sounds Absolutely. like there's measures in place. Yeah. To keep everyone safe. Um, and I just think uh, if you don't want to go, don't go. But uh, don't tell everybody else what to do. True. Boom. <laughs> All everybody right. Everybody make their own decision. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're back at doing our special segment. Last week was a little different. But I think a good episode. I think personally it was a great episode. I haven't gotten any like negative feedback. I was about gonna say it. nobody's like sent me hate emails. Yeah. So, so uh, if you haven't listened to it, feel free to go listen to last week's episode. We just discuss basically uh, another side of the Splash Mountain argument, I guess, if you want to call it an argument, um, just uh, to give you facts about the author of the Uncle Remus stories, as well as facts about. Walt Disney and uh, the movie, so and why it may not be a terrible thing. It so. doesn't look like we have any new reviews after that. That's good. Nothing. That's good. Loving or hating. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, we've moved on to Fantasyland for our special segment. Uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, we've been doing special segments uh, ever since the park closed, basically where we go to different rides in the park and tell you some little factoids and historical pieces about the attraction. Nothing too deep, but uh, just enough to keep you entertained and enough informed. Enough to wet your whistle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, last time was Big Thunder? I believe so. So, uh, Big Thunder. We, we take off one week and I forget what we were on <laughs> before. Right? Uh, and so now we're moving into Fantasyland. We've already done Main Street, Adventureland, New Orleans, Critter Country, and Frontierland. We're making our rounds pretty quick. Oh, yeah. So this week is King Arthur's Carousel in Fantasyland. Basically the first thing you see when you walk through that castle. Uh, earlier than that, moving into our first little fact here. Oh, no, <laughs> you can no. actually see, and it was purposefully made this way for you to oh, be yeah. able to see the motion of that carousel all the way down on Main Street as you you're can. first coming up, and you can. Yeah, um, we always Walt really liked hot dogs, 
and this this sounds really weird but follow me here um and he would always notice that his dog would come to to a hot dog or a a weenie as he would call it Uh and so it was something that lured the dog in well that was what he used the carousel was what walt would call the weenie at the end (laughs) luring you in luring you closer and giving you that something to look forward to. <laughs> so that was strategically placed right under the arch of the castle so that that would kind of draw oh, yeah. you in. So well, I, I know that seemed really weird to go off on how Walt liked hot <laughs> Walt dogs. Walt really liked hot dogs. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense, right? Instead so, of the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to say the weenie at the end of the castle I don't yeah know. <laughs> there you go so i i would totally <laughs> i can see the weenie that. at the end of the castle but that was the whole purpose was basically to give you that something for your eye to catch oh, down yeah. main street plus i don't know like to me you see the castle and you see in the the doorway the spinning of the carousel uh-huh. it's just like all this fun whimsy that you see beyond yeah. the gates of the castle. That's so like, ooh, that's pretty I want cool. to go over there and see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I want to have fun too. Yay. We all want to have fun. That's right. That's why we all love Disneyland. That's right. Um, while uh, the name King Arthur Carousel seems to point to Sword in the Stone, the artwork is from Sleeping Beauty, which is true. If you look at all the artwork yeah. up above. Not one bit of that sword in the stone. That's weird. It really is. I mean, it makes sense because it's Sleeping Beauty Castle. Oh, yeah. But it's also King Arthur Carousel. <laughs> that just sounds good. You know, King it, Arthur it Carousel does. instead of like Princess Aurora of Carousel. Yeah. So. Or Sleeping Beauty Carousel. Yeah. It might put you to sleep and then somebody's going to have to kiss you to wake you up. That'd be weird. That would be. <laughs> the cast member goes around kissing people <laughs> that fall asleep. Oh, goodness. You wouldn't be able to do that now. No, that would be a big no-no. <laughs> All right. So, carousels, uh, for those of you that are wondering about this, uh, differ from merry-go-rounds. So a lot of us refer to carousels and merry-go-rounds pretty much as the same thing. Yeah. Well, that is actually not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, carousels have all horses, and all of them move. Uh, merry-go-rounds, they've got a bunch of different animals. Yes. Some go up and down, some don't. Uh, so, And then the, the merry-go-rounds also have like benches and other mm-hmm. random things placed on them. So at our local park yep. here in Utah... We have a merry-go-round. A very old. A very old one. Um, and Disneyland, of course, is a carousel. Yeah. So. If, you, if you're into, like, history and, like, old artifacts, checking out Lagoon and checking out the carousel is, is pretty cool. Not even just the carousel, but their... the merry-go-round, I should say. Or merry-go-round, yeah. <laughs> but even their um, original wooden roller coaster yes. has a lot of history to it. They've got a lot of museums back in the... Pioneer? Southeast oh. area of the park. Yes. Like the Pioneer, Pioneer Village, Village area. Um, so a lot of lot to look at. Yeah. Uh, the whole park is very, really kind of historic. Yeah. Definitely some new so, stuff. Yeah. I mean, they add rides almost every year. Yes. So there's a lot new, but there is a lot of history there oh, too. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Disneyland's carousel was originally a merry-go-round. Imagineers removed animals that were not horses and added about two dozen horses bought from other carousels, including Coney Island. I'm glad you fixed that because I misspelled oh, yes. and said two dozens. I am a professional. <laughs> you are, but I'm going to point out my mistake anyway, even though nobody would have known otherwise. I'm no Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Don't hate me, but I've never seen that movie. Uh, that's so weird. But I know who you're referencing, yeah. so it's still funny to me. That's crazy. There's uh, horses there from Coney uh-huh. Island. so Which is Kind of cool. Pretty I, I think it's really neat that they took a merry-go-round and made it into a carousel. <laughs> oh, yeah. So next time you go on the carousel, look around, and you can probably actually see where some of the non-moving spots were originally yeah, supposed to be. Possibly. Because I think they had to add some mechanics oh, to sure make they. them all jumpers. <laughs> um, so take a look. You might be able to see something fancy there. Uh, the carousel opened at Disneyland with 68 hand-carved, hand-painted horses in 17 rows. Nice. It's a lot of horses. A lot of hand-carving going on. It is, and (laughs) that's another thing that I think is incredible, that somebody hand-carved each and every one of those horses. Hand-painted, I mean, that's a lot of awesome craftsmanship that I could never accomplish. Yeah. (laughs) Ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to learn some woodworking. But... I mean, I I can do some woodworking, <laughs> but never any not, kind not of like, like sculpting yeah. or anything with it. I mean, I've built things out of wood. But... Yeah. I need to build some frames. I've got some busts that follow you as you yeah. walk by, and I want to build some cool frames for them with lighting inside. I'm sure we could do that. I need to do that, so... Let me know. Make it look good, finish it, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that would take is a quick trip down to the local Home Depot. Oh, yeah. I've got a saw we can use. Good old Home Depot. Depot. <laughs> that, that thing. <laughs> all right. In the 80s, the carousel was actually moved north 20 yards to open up the area and ease congestion. So, yeah. Can you imagine that being 20 yards closer to the opening of the castle? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, it was That'd right like... there. <laughs> like, you walked up and through that archway, and there was the carousel, like, right in front of you. That's insane. So, you can imagine how much of a <laughs> bottleneck that turned into when it got crowded. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think of, like, Tomorrowland right now. I mean, I know they're working on opening that up. Yeah, they are. But you've got that astro orbiter there, and it kind of funnels you in. And you've got the astro orbiter right there. It's like the same way with the, oh, yeah. the carousel and the castle. Yeah, and they they did a lot to Fantasyland. They did in the eighties. The nineteen eighty remodel, which was, I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, in the next few episodes, I'm sure we will. Over, <laughs> over the course of time, we'll probably mention some rides that were added yes. during the nineteen eighty remodel. Um, I don't think much has been taken away, but things have changed a lot. Things have changed though. a lot. Uh, there's a certain tea-themed ride that uh, has changed quite a bit from its original Mr. form. Mr. Toad. <laughs> Maybe he <likes> tea. <laughs> Maybe we will see. We'll find out, ladies and gents. Um, another thing that's not on here though is the uh, 
the famous horse. Yes. Uh, why can't I think of the name? Jingles? Jingles. Jing- Jingles. Jingles or Jangles? <laughs> I don't know now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way. That was uh, a special horse. I think I've heard both referenced. I think it's um, Jangles. I think it is. But that was Lillian's favorite horse. I gotta gotta look it up now. I think talking. I remember now why I didn't add that because I was originally thinking I would put that in as a trivia question, uh, if I remember right, and then I decided to go a different route, and then never went in and put that back in. So that is probably why it's I jingles. never added that out. It's jingles. Jingles. Uh, it's hard to miss jingles. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got bells everywhere. <laughs> Um, it actually has some um, initials on it now, too. Did they make them gold for the 50th? I know they had a gold one. Yeah, looks like it. All right. I don't think that horse is on there anymore. No, it's, it's been not. repainted. No. No. But uh, I believe recently Jingles has had J.A. Yes. put on yep. the side of it. And what does the J-A stand for? Julie Andrews. Perfect. Well done. Well done. I ain't no fool. No siree. (laughs) Julie Andrews. What a treasure. Yes. Just like Jingles. Yeah. How would it be to like be at Disneyland and run into run into Julie Andrews. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That'd be awesome. But you can run into Mary Poppins, no problem. It's true. Sometimes you'll see her and Bert riding the carousel. Yes. And she's probably riding uh, Mr. Uh, Jingles. Most most likely. I've seen plenty of pictures where she is riding Yeah, Jingles. I have actually also seen uh, some members of the Disneyland band uh-huh. riding the carousel. And really? And playing as they're going around. That'd be cool. I have seen the Dapper Dans riding and they singing sing? as they're going around. Dang. I have seen Alice and the Mad yeah, Hatter riding them. the carousel. They don't I've do seen much. them on the teacups. I've seen them on the teacups, too. I think I see them more on the teacups than the carousel, yeah. but I have seen them on both. I just I can't remember uh, if it was a party or if it was just a normal day, but they were just out uh, watching the teacups. I think it was during the summer when... it. The crowds were super low for uh-huh. some reason. They were just out, like, waving at people, riding the teacups. Nobody was bothering them. And I'm just like, that's so weird. Yeah. Plus, it adds a little magic to it, it I, I think. know. It's fun to me to just watch them, like, moving around the land. Oh, yeah. Like, totally in character. Just, like, they're there all the time. It's yeah. where they live. Uh, Peter Pan does that a lot there uh-huh. in Fantasyland. He'll just play with the kids and pretty cool not right now social distancing no, no. Uh, and it sounds like they're going to be doing different things because of that yeah. you can't do character meet and greets right now you got to protect the characters from from the old covid just give them a mask <laughs> right do characters not have to wear a mask I think do they, they not follow cdc guidelines for shame <laughs> I'm sure we can make some bigger masks for Mickey and Minnie. (laughs) Right? Uh, I can't remember what they said they were going to do. It sounded like you would just see them in different spots. They were talking about Walt Disney World and how you might see 
Jack Sparrow as you're heading into pirates being captured or something. So they're going to so have still the characters. still have the characters around, but maybe just seeing them from a distance doing something. Yeah. So I, I like that. To me, that's kind of cool because it's like something's happening with yeah. them. Um, and it just kind of adds to the story. That wouldn't be a bad idea over on like Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, yeah. If you had like some red coats come in and right? grab Jack Sparrow. Like I would think with the type of place that Tom Sawyer Island is, uh, you probably wouldn't want to open that right now anyway. Probably not. So why not use it for something like that? Yeah. Just have I think that'd be fun. Jack out there. Uh, and then I was reading something about Buzz. Like you come off Astro Blasters or something and. I don't know. But. See him up on the people mover track with Zerg and they're fighting. But I could see, they were talking about Galaxy's Edge too. Uh, you might see them running and hiding, but not where everybody is. Yeah. So more you're still going to get the character interactions. Yeah. You're still going to get the feel, but they're not going to be down with you, I guess. Even though stormtroopers have masks on. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume there's a respirator on there. <laughs> right. You would think they'd be fine. <laughs> they're in space. I know. What happens crazy. if their helmet comes off and <laughs> die, I'm sure. Isn't that crazy? COVID's gone to Batu. I know. It's everywhere. It's left Earth and gone to Batu. The crazy thing was what we were talking about last week, how it affects people that take flash pictures inside right? of Reds. They're not it's supposed crazy. to. It's crazy. It's insane. It is. Um, so much we don't know about this. <laughs> and I know during one of the events Disney did, one of the After Darks, I think it was 80s night, uh, I believe in the queue for Indiana Jones, they had Indiana Jones like looking for stuff in line away from people. Oh, that's cool. So it looked like he was like doing his stuff. Like in that big round, like rotunda area, have him like up on a ledge or something. Yeah, like that'd be cool. Just have him. Uh, have him in his office. They're right before right? you get on the jeep. <laughs> Behind the fence. Yeah. The, whatever you call it, the cage. Yeah. Have him in his cage at his desk. <laughs> I think that sounds like a great idea. I want to audition to be uh, to be Indiana Jones if I get to go in there. Yeah. And touch stuff. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> They've got an old uh, Time magazine, don't they? Mm-hmm. With Very rare copy of yeah. it, too. So, so yeah. If you, Let me in there. If you, if you know <laughs> what to look for, you can see it. Uh, so any uh, memories, personal comments, experiences for King Arthur Carousel? I don't know that I have like a lot of memories. I mean... It's fun seeing like the Dapper Dance and stuff on uh, there, or any other characters, or yeah. But other than that, I don't ride it too much. The only time I would, the only time I really ride it is if Beck's there. That sounds like I me don't... too. Like with with our little kids, they really like the carousel. They think it's fun. I don't think I've. I, I mean, get I kind have of motion sick these days on things <laughs> like that, so it's not my first choice. But I have ridden it. Without kids before, but I don't do it all the time. Yeah. So I can't say that uh, I've got that many experiences on it. So. I guess I can just say that I have ridden on jingles. Yeah. I so like I've the music on the to horse it. That Lillian would have rode on. Yeah. 
Julie Andrews. Yes. Probably other celebrities. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, I like the music to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that, like, classic, like, pipe organ sound oh, yeah. that they have on that with all the different songs that yes. it plays. Be cool if they had an album of just those. Duh, I don't know is how that many. on Sounds of Disneyland? Is it? I don't know. I haven't looked at the carousel I can't say tracks that I have on Sounds either. of Disneyland, but if it is, I'm going to have to give it a little listen. Um, the only track I have is I Know You, or Once Upon a Dream, or whatever yeah, the name of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only song I've had in my library, so... I think Brian's checking right now. I'm working on it, but for my kids all of you. rearranged some of my apps. <laughs> oh, kids, you know. So kids are... You can go ahead and keep going while I look this up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about, though, with the uh, the carousel. It's, it's fun with kids. Yeah. I mean, my kid loves the merry-go-round here at our local park known as Lagoon. So I ride that fairly often. Unfortunately, I do too, even though I said I get motion sick on things like that these days. My but. favorite thing to ride on that is just one of the benches. That That is my preference these days too. Uh, I don't like a lot of up and down with my spinning. I don't really mind the rocking thing. There's one that rocks. Oh, yeah. Forgot about That's that That's not one. too bad, but, uh, but yeah. So carousels, merry-go-rounds, they're fun. They are a hoot and a holler. I'm just stalling. Well, Brian. Oh, you can like start working on closing the closing stuff out, I guess. All right. Uh, this isn't really pulling up right now, so I'll have to update everybody later. So yeah, I wanted to think of other experiences, but I just there's there's just not a lot with the carousel. Yeah, it's a like it's, it's a not, carousel. Like you I mean, said, it's not something I hit every time I go yeah. to the park. So it's, um, it's difficult to really come up the with things I like about it. I mean, it were jingles and and the history with that. Other than that, uh, yeah, nothing really from me. So we'll just go ahead and thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We're letting you out a little early this week. Um, if Brian finds this out, he'll interrupt me. Uh, but we very much appreciate you guys listening to the show every week. Um, if you like the show, if you like this episode in particular, feel free to, to share the episode or just share the podcast in general with those that might also enjoy it. And, uh, like I said, go ahead to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and follow us or like us or whatever the procedure is on those. And, uh, hopefully we'll post some good content for you, uh, often and soon uh, i need to work on tiktok i haven't really done that i might go through my collection i've shown people like uh sections of my collection down here in our studio uh, but i might go through piece by piece either on instagram or tiktok and talk about each piece and, and maybe where i got it or what the uh, significance is of each piece because uh, i've got some pretty cool stuff but um yeah there's a lot there <laughs> yeah you could definitely do a good TikTok, uh, i think on that or we can do that for patreon i don't know or patreon whatever you want to do give some good content to the uh 
patrons that patronize our Patreon. We probably should really <laughs> give them something <laughs> special. Oh, yeah. But I'll add some stuff to the old TikTok. Uh, Sean will. Brian yeah. doesn't. I might TikTok. throw him on some stuff, but I control... I control the TikTok. He controls most social media. <laughs> All right. Um, and then if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please leave us a review. And uh, I want to, I always want to throw a third thing in, but I don't think there's a third thing in for subscribing and reviewing. I don't think so. Uh, so go ahead and leave us a nice review. Subscribe. You can do that again on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And of course, we want to thank the beautiful Bryce Gardner for doing the theme song for Word on the Main Street Podcast. You can check his music out. He's under the name of Delta Theory on all music streaming platforms and that is it thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this week's episode please join us every week every wednesday to hear the new word on the main street bye-bye goodbye